0: good evening and welcome to success in the city my name's helen webster i'm with the lovely sandra scott and our fabulous guest today is
1: hi everyone um yeah my name's helen moore
0: lovely and we've been trying to get helen on the show for weeks and weeks and weeks and i've double booked her about three times so massive apologies but she's here tonight but she is leaving at eight o'clock okay because she's because she's going are you gigging
1: um, no, no, I've just got a meeting. Um, just
0: I've got, got to meet. a meeting. Yeah, yeah. I thought you, I thought you were gigging, so yeah. So we'll find out more about Helen in a minute. First thing we do is shout out to the kids. Any young people who've done amazing things. So, San, have you got any little people you want to shout out to? Yes,
2: and um, my lovely munchkin, and um, Jacob, who had his lesson and read all these little books in English, and we did them in Spanish. He's five years old honestly he's absolute i was just like that <gasps> and he hadn't really been interested much so i reduced them to half an hour and he was just brilliant so i was made up and april april losing new, new clients who are tutor in english um he's also a mandarin speaker very very well i got a few new clients on board this week as well so we're getting busy 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 which is better than gordon so things are moving business brilliant. well i think after the lockdown which we need as we know so it's all happening. So
0: so mostly I would say April and Jacob this week. They can have well done to April and Jacob. And Jan Railton just put morning ladies and then she's just corrected herself and put evening <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so even into Jan, even at full of energy today. She is, yes. Helen, have you got any little people that you want to shout out to? Um
1: he's not so little, but I would like to give a um a little shout out to my little cousin who's taller than me. Um he's 15. Um, his name is Mason. Um and I've been giving him some theory lessons over the last couple of months, um, because he's really got into his music and he's doing amazingly well. Um, you like probably minute him. Fantastic! Like he's really picking up the theory really well. So I just want to say a big well done to Mason.
0: Well done, Mace. Uh, John Howey's listening in, who's one of our past guests. So hi, folks. (laughs) Hi back to John. And John's going to come back on again um, and tell us all the amazing stuff that he's doing um, with the university. Um, I'm going to give a massive shout out to all of the little people in Autism in Motion. So yesterday we set Lou up and um, it's half-term holiday camp and uh, they all came and they were just brilliant. And their favorite game was the X and Y axes. And they went from... Like very basic to... And I said, I'm going to make it a bit tricky, a bit tricky, a bit tricky. And they went to a four quadrant to find them, the X and the Y. Mm-hmm. And and, absolute, and And they're six and seven years of age, and they just absolutely nailed it. So massive shout out to all the little people. Um, and a massive shout out to Holly and Kieran and Scarlett for wearing Poppy out. So Poppy came to visit them. <laughs> uh, so Poppy's my dog. She came to visit them, and they had to absolutely run ragged and played hide and seek with her, hid the food and everything, and then she didn't move all night, so thank you to them. Yeah. So we're going to crack on with Helen straight away and we're going to find out all about her. So Helen and I met um, when the three of us actually went on the podcast course with Friends yeah. of Norris Green Park. And Helen and I were paired in the same group. And um, we did our podcast with Terry May, who's been a guest of ours. Right. And Helen said, I'll create this little jingle thing, you know, and we were like, all right, okay, cool. And then she created this amazing jingle. Then she Um, did all of, like, the editing and all the boss stuff that we – so we just did the interview, and Helen did all this editing and the filming and the photographing. Absolutely amazing. Put a photograph up of us in Norwich Green Park, and Sophie Lewis-Newton says, is that Helen Moore? And I (laughs) said, it is. And when Sophie started – Sophie started in St. John Bosco working. Helen went in at year Seven. (laughs) Oh <laughs> so when I told Sophie that you were on the, the call today, she was like, Oh mate, you want to feel proper old. So Sophie's been oh. working there for something like twelve years, I think, or ten years. And um Helen was a year seven, and Sophie said that she would learn every single year seven's name. Um, but she barely remembered Helen because she said she was an outstanding pupil. Uh, and um dead yeah. musical and amazing and, and did loads of boss stuff so Absolutely. we're gonna hand it over to Helen and you're gonna tell us how you became the music success that you are now <laughs> and what you do and, and, and everything else
1: yeah um great so yeah so my name's Helen Moore as I've already said um and I am a singer songwriter um musician um I work for a music publisher as well so my my entire life is, is music um and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so I started off in music when I was in, I went to Emmaus um, on Crops of Park Estate. That was my primary school. And yet we had like a sort of musical roadshow come in um, for the school's music service. And they were trying to encourage people to take up instruments and stuff like that. Um, and then that was the first time that I picked up a clarinet. Um, and then it just sort of went from there. So all the way from the age of seven, um, I learnt like cladinet and saxophone, done you know, all my exams and stuff like that. Um, and then went on to study music at university as well. So I went to Hope University, um, done a music degree and then done a master's degree in the Beatles popular music and society. Um, and then over the last sort of 10 months, I've been working for Centric Music, which is an independent music publisher based in the Baltic. Um, so, as I say, it's it's sort of everything that I do. And then when I'm not working, um, I'm writing songs and, and gigging and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that's, oh, that's my musical. Uh,
2: what what? What an achievement because we've had a few musicians on the show and everything because we, we love that type of talent. And our city seems to be quite good for breeding that type of talent. Um, and it's so difficult to get on these courses. People think, oh, yeah, you go and do a degree in music. You've got to be like a grade A's or have a level music and people have no idea the level that's involved to get to that standard it's very very difficult to get to such a high level in music The people who do degrees in music are just so multi multi-talented so come on you play the clarinet and the saxophone what else do you yeah,
0: play, yeah. I play have i there. got enough fingers
1: yeah <laughs> um, yes yeah, so i've got my bass guitar um, just behind me play a bit of bass and um, play piano um bit of guitar as well i got a new guitar over the weekend so i've been playing that for the last couple of days um and yeah just just sort of a, a smattering of a, a few things I've, I've been really lucky to have some amazing teachers over the years who've you know sort of taught me one thing but then said well why did not you try this for a of a day. it just sort of a
0: smatter- that's just my <laughs> phone then i was trying to i was trying to find out because somebody commented on our post um, and I was trying to find it when I posted that you were coming on our show. I was trying to find it to see who it was to give them a shout out. Apologies. Um, Jordan, oh, I... lockdown, um, you released um, a couple of singles. So I did, yeah. Helen um, released um, a single and, and I said, oh, yeah, I'll have one of them. And you posted it in the most beautiful envelope with stickers and sweets and... Um, All sorts of so it wasn't just, oh, this is my C D. It was like a proper little care package. And it was just like this beautiful thing to 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 receive. So tell us how you got into writing and and how you produced the music and, and, and that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, um, so I think, to, to be honest, I feel like I, I came to songwriting quite late, really. I didn't write my first song until I was about 18 or 19, um, and you know, I know loads of people who were like, oh, I was writing songs when I was like six, and it, it always sort of eluded me a little bit, because um, I think, you know, as, as most musicians do, I listen to a lot of music myself, and I think it overwhelmed me a little bit at first because obviously you listen to like the Adele's and the Beatles and all of them, you think, God, how can I ever make something like that? But it's just, it's getting past that and thinking, well, no, as long as I'm creating something, that's the most important thing. So, um, so yeah, I wrote my first song when I was 18 um, and I actually wrote it for a competition. Um, I used to be in like a lady band and one of the guys brought this poster in one day and it was for a songwriting competition um. And I thought, oh, I'll just you know, I've never wrote one, but I've got an incentive to write one, so I wrote this song, um, and came second, and oh, got go um, on. yeah, I was, I was really pleased actually considering it was my first attempt, um, and I won like Yamaha vouchers, and I bought my first sort of proper guitar with that. was not um, and then from then, yeah, it, it was one of it's one of them like nice moments that I like looking back on and thinking, you know, it was. You know, as I say, I bought, bought my first guitar and then from there, that was like the starting point of being, you know, writing songs ever since. And, uh, you know, I've, I still struggle every now and then. I think especially during the lockdowns as well, it was I found it quite hard to be creative. You know, I still released stuff and wrote stuff, but there came a point, I think, so was the last year where it was just obviously, as everyone felt, it was just so hard and it's like, oh, it's never going to end. So, you know, it's, it, it is a very up and down thing, but it, I, I absolutely love writing songs and I'm, I think I'm more comfortable now with not writing a full song straight away. Cause that was another thing. Like I always thought like I had to sit down and write a song from start to finish. And you don't, you, you know, you'll write a verse and then, you know, I'll get another idea and I'll write a chorus for something else. And as, as long as you're creating, that is the main thing. Um, yeah. And yeah, as for like producing and stuff and um, during the lockdown, I had like an eight-track recorder at home um, that was in the dining room, so I'd just go in there um, and just record, as you know, all these sorts of like demo versions of of the songs that I'd written, songs that I'd half written, and some new ones as well. Um, and then from there, I took a couple of them to Whitewood Studios, which is, um, funnily enough, it's actually a couple of floors above where I work now. Um, and that's, yeah, it's, it's, I remember like on my first day I walked in and I was like, oh God, I didn't realise it was the same building. Um, so yeah, I work with a really great guy called Danny um, at that studio and he's, he's been amazing. Um, I've done three singles with him now and it's just great to go in with, you know, a really rough recording and, you know, my little piece of paper with my cords on and then I come out at the end of like two days where, you know, a properly produced song and it's completely different. To what I, I imagined it will be but in the best possible way yeah
0: so how do you write your songs do you do lyrics and then music or do you do music and lyrics or does it just go bang
1: yeah it's i, I suppose it's a mix really this you know sometimes I'll, I'll write a sort of poem sort of thing so it'll be like maybe what will become two verses and half a chorus but you know, sometimes I'll just have like phrases that come into my head. Um because a couple of weeks ago I started keeping like a little notebook so every time I get you know a line or something I'll write it down because I'll be in work, you know, working on like a spreadsheet and I'll I'll have this line. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like trying to look for something to write it on. So I've started doing that. Um but yeah and then other times I'll you know I'll be sat on my guitar or my piano and I'll start like humming a melody and, and I'll do it that way. So again I try not to limit Myself too much and you know if I'm trying to sit down and write lyrics first, but I keep getting a melody, I'll just go with that and then the lyrics always follow.
2: And you're so obviously you're very good. you're obviously very talented, Helen, because um we had quite a lot of positive feedback when we said you were coming on. And um Jade Thunder, who's also been on our show, um who's a great musician, she was released her album actually, she was going, Yay, and she was just so happy. <laughs> well she's so talented and put. she messaged me personally and then put comments as well about you underneath yeah. you know? you're obviously very and she's over the wall so you're obviously very very respected by other musicians which i think is lovely mm-hmm. you know that's when you've got true talent isn't it um helen what did you want to
0: ask sorry um so i was gonna say what is your favorite oh yeah john howie's asking where can we get your music
1: yeah, um so my music's available on all streaming platforms. So Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, um, and it's just under Helen Moore. Um and that is spelt M A W. <laughs> I've always got it. Helen Moore
0: <laughs> on I'm just typing it in now on Spotify, iTunes. Spotify, iTunes, and what was the other one? Sorry.
1: Um it's most it's pretty it's much most. all of the streaming platforms, yeah. Yeah.
0: Apple, Apple Music, yeah, yeah. It was not iTunes; it's Apple
1: Music. I am fascinated
2: with Helen. What do you actually do? Excuse my ignorance. In the musical publishers, and don't just say public music, published (laughs) music. What? What? (laughs) What do you? Is it? Is it just where they do sheet music, or is that what they do specifically?
1: And so, the company that I work for, Centric, and we have artists sign up to. To use us as a publisher, and then what we do is we take their music and we register it um, with performing rights organizations across the world. So we and the opportunities to put your music forward for like you know advert and TV shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we you know as I say we registered it as as your like publisher because you know a lot of the time it helps if you know you've got a company doing it for you because you know we'll do yeah. all like the groundwork and make sure. You know, you claim yeah. your royalty in every territory and stuff like that. So in, in my particular role, um, I sort of work with, like, other publishers and stuff like that. So they'll send us, you know, their new songs and new catalogues and stuff and then I'll register them and then they get sent off. Um, but yeah. we've got, like, a royalties team, an artist liaison team, a sync team who, who put the music on, you know, the shows and the films and stuff. So it's a really interesting place to work and every day is different with is what sort of attracted me to it
0: so have you had anything published or can we listen out for anything that you're that you've um, written possibly on an advert or on something
1: not just um, I'm working on it hopefully Very <laughs> um, good. but yeah it, as as I say there's so many different briefs that come through it it, it is really interesting and I think you are know, not not to to self-promote the, the company but if, if you are a sort of singer songwriter and you're releasing music it is really, really important to sign up to, to places like that because it just it could give you the little boost that you need to to get your, your music heard and stuff.
0: And it's also protection isn't it you know because I know that um, yeah. lots of artists have been putting stuff out and not getting the royalties or you know people are taking music off other people and things like that so um, yeah, absolutely. I think from that side of it, um, to, as you as you were saying before, to protect yourself and also to promote, because sometimes you look like a bigger, um, you know, if, if, a bigger performer if you've got sort of somebody doing the work for you, don't you? You know, you've got to yeah, like, oh, yeah. speak to my agent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So no, it's it's definitely a, a benefit of you know being a, a songwriter because obviously it's. You know historically it's happened to to you know fake big famous bands where you know the rights have gone and they've lost everything because they've they've took an advance and and so on so you know as as an independent artist especially it's it's good to have that control um because it you know a couple of decades ago that that wasn't really possible but it it is now and it's something that is is really important and You know, it's it's obviously close to my heart as an artist, but I think it it resonates with a lot of people.
0: So if we've got young people or or older people who who possibly, you know, have just got into the music business and, you know, maybe during lockdown, I know lots of people took up musical instruments and things like that. Um, What would your advice be um, to, you know, if somebody did want to publish or if somebody did want to write a song? I think
1: on a maybe on a sort of more sentimental level, I think having belief in what you do is the most important thing because my, my dad always says to me, it doesn't matter what you do and as long as you, you believe in yourself. And, you know, it sounds cliche, but it's true because, you know, with, with songwriting, it's, it's so hard sometimes to to put your stuff out there because, you, you know, again, another cliche, but you're all bearing your soul to people and, you know, yeah. you you write a love song or something like that and everyone's like, oh, what's that about us? and stuff? So it's, <laughs> you know, it, it is it is a big leap of faith when, when you're, you know, starting to write songs. But I think, I think as well another thing is don't let anything else sort of stop you because I think people worry that they've left it too late and maybe might not start getting into music until in the 30s or the 40s but if you've got a passion for it and if you'd enjoy it then just absolutely go for it um on as well if you if you do want to release stuff i think just sort of knowing your onions about you know releasing and, and your own copyrights and stuff like that and there's loads of helpful stuff online and loads of like little articles and books where you can just sort of You know if if you're all going to be releasing stuff it it just helps you get that bit of like inside knowledge to that everything is as it should be brilliant
2: and do you do lots of live performances do you do gigs in town and things like that or do you do functions or what what type of work do you do for your own
1: performance yeah so so before the pandemic i was gigging quite a bit um i I really like doing like open mic nights and stuff like that um more for like the center community because you know mentioning like jay thunder before um i got to know her well i met, I met her at a gig and then i wrote a review for a single that she released off her album um and wow. we have become friends and then she performed some back and vocals for me at my gig and and so on so wow. it's um it's it's such a vibrant scene and it's so welcoming as well like because again i come to perform and quite late i've only been gigging also three years now um so i was in my 20s when i started and, it, and it's quite scary again to take that leap but i think sort yeah. of open mic nights and stuff at, at a godsend and um myself and my friend Reach actually are, are starting monthly performance showcases and um, we used to run something called the epstein lounge sessions um because we both used to work at the theater um, and we've revived under satellite which is like our like music and events business um because we just want to make more safe spaces in the city for people to come and try things out and you know there's no hierarchy there's nothing like that you just if you've got again if you've got a passion and you want to share even half a song you've written or you know you've got a new band and you want to try it out you know that that's the type of thing we want to do because i think especially after the lockdowns it's you know, there's so much going on that it is overwhelming to try and get back into the gigging. Um, but I think the more sort of welcoming spaces there are, the better for performers.
0: Yeah, and we had Stuart Capstick on last week, who's um just Jim Morrison, and the Doors, and things. And he he said he started, you know, later on in life, and he, and he went for singing yeah. lessons, um, and then he went and did a few open mics. Um to sort of boost his confidence and you know to, to to get used to performing as you're saying. So what's the little company called? I'm, I'm just gonna put that in the comments so people can look out for it. Did you say it's the satellite?
1: Uh satellite music and events were called.
0: Satellite.
2: And what do you specialise
1: in then? In that um, at the moment you? we're sort of spearheading everything into like the live events. Um because when, when we started we because we're both, we both met at university, so we've both done the same degree. Um, so we both got a bit of experience in, like, tuition and a bit of PR and stuff like that. We I think at first we, we tried to cover a lot of things, but now we're just focusing on each new thing that comes. So at the minute, now things are, you know, fingers crossed, opening back up and staying open. Um, we're really putting everything into these live events. So we had a big launch at the Epstein Theatre um, last Friday, which oh. was amazing. Um and we're gonna be making them like a monthly showcase. So the next one is the tenth of March, and that's an International Women's Day special. Um, so we're doing like a few theme nights and then some open mics, some like sort of slam poetry nights. So it's it's all types of performers. So not just like singers, you know. We want like poets, comedians, stuff like that. So brilliant. Just, and yeah, where is that going to be? Is
2: that in the
1: theater as well, Helen? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in it's in the bar in the theatre um, in the time. So, yeah yeah because it's got the most gorgeous bar the theatre it's really really lovely um, and really like ornate but it's a nice space for sort of semi-acoustic performances so um, that's that's where they're going to be held every month Ooh, oh, brilliant
2: how he said he's just had a quick listen to wait on spotify and he put wow
1: wow oh. <laughs> oh thank you john <laughs> Also,
2: brilliant. And what time will that be on the 10th of March for Women, International Women's Day? What time is that running until?
1: Um, so it's, we're opening the doors about half seven um, and then hopefully the first performer will be on between like eight o'clock and about 20 past eight once everyone's in and got themselves a drink.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. And, That's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so what's your favourite thing? Is it performing or writing
1: um, I, th- I think writing, to be honest, because I, I just I love that feeling that I get when I've written a song, and you know it's because I, it, you know, it's even better when you go and record it properly. But even just you know sitting down and writing it, because I, I wrote a new song a couple of weeks ago, and I was working on it for probably about five or six days, and then on the sort of last day when I played it all the way through, and it's just that it's sort of like half relief half like happiness because you're like oh thank god because there's been times where I've I've spent like you know a week or so on a song and I'm like I'm so sick of this I just (laughs) I just want to finish it (laughs) but it's it's you know it's not happening but um but yeah it's really creative in a
2: sense of achievement and given the masters you said you did for Beatles I suppose you've seen the get back uh footage about the Beatles have you
1: yeah, you know um, but I haven't finished it all yet. But I feel like a really bad Beatles fan. <laughs> I haven't finished watching it yet, but I've seen a bit of it. Yeah,
2: but it's like the creative process, isn't it? And they work together, and how they yeah. bounce off each other, and that aspect of it I found quite intriguing, really. And and how they work, yeah. you know. Um very interesting yeah and
1: i think especially it's it's like because me my dad has watched them all and he said it was you know it's quite funny when they're struggling to you know when they're writing like get back the song and he said he was sitting on the couch and he was like because obviously he knows the words because it's yeah you know, he, he loves the song but obviously they are writing it and they're like well, what should the next line be and you know it's quite yeah. funny to to see like some of the most well-loved songs in the world starting yeah. out and you're like i know how it finishes you're just <laughs> <to> <laughs>
0: So are there any songs that you've written where you've um, thought, oh, it's a great idea, and you've written them, and then you think, oh, that's just not... And you've parked it, you know, you've thought that's not the right one, and then maybe gone back to it a bit later on, or...?
1: Yeah, well, funnily enough, um, Wait was was that song for me, so it's after uh, John's comments that he likes it, um, because I wrote Wait in, oh, God, about, I think about four years ago now, um, and... It, you know, I didn't mind it, but I didn't really like performing it that much, so that that did get shelved. And then when the first lockdown was happening, um, and I got all of these old songs out, that was like the first one I picked up. Um, and I, I had this um red like Yamaha organ that my dad had uh, got for me, like really like retro sounds and organ, and I was just I was just messing about with like the chords on that and come up with this little riff and I was like, ooh. And then I recorded it, and within like an hour, I'd re-recorded it. I'd added another verse and done all the harmonies, and it just completely come to life after sort of sitting, you know, on a piece of paper in in a drawer for two years. So, wow. You know, it, so I, your mum and dad up. musical. And um, my dad is yeah. He he plays guitar and stuff. They are both massive music lovers, um, wow. which you know, I'm eternally grateful for because of you know, Voby's grown up listening to. You know a wide variety of, of music, you know, obviously Beatles and stuff like that. But my mum's a big ACs fan, so I've grown up listening to all of that and you know, rock. And there's you know, there's not many things I haven't listened to. Um, so I think that that sort of guided me towards what I'm doing because I've just so we've grown up with music, and as I say, like my little cousin's musical as well. So there, there are quite a few of us in the family, which is good, especially at family Brilliant. parties. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely. There'd be a boss family party, wouldn't it? Getting yeah. on the piano and everybody singing around it. That'd be amazing. So we've really ah. got a short time until you have to go. What's the future for you? What's, what, what's next?
1: Um, well, I'm hoping this year is going to sort of be, uh, you know, a, a big year for me. I've got a couple of plans for recording and stuff like that. I'm hopefully going to be making an EP um, in a studio um can't, can't say too much about where and when, yeah, but I'm really excited about it. Um, it's, we're a really sort of exciting producer and stuff like that. So that's, that's like the big project for me at the minute. Um, and as well, I've got a couple of gigs lined up um, supporting a couple of other people. One of them is Jade. I'm going to be performing with her at her album launch in April, which I'm really excited about. Um,
0: which we need yeah, to go to, Son. he said yes, we'd go for
1: that. <laughs> no that'll be a brilliant night um and yeah i think gigging as well just i just want to really get back into it because of i really felt like the you know the absence of it during covid so you know big year for doing gigs but also going to gigs as well
0: what sort of gig would you go to what what sort of music would you go and listen to
1: um i really love like the sort of intimate gigs you know little ones in town and like phase one or like the jacaranda and stuff like that you know local bands and and even some you know bands that aren't local but i really like them sort of grassroots like venues because i just think you get a more sort of connective experience with the artists and the performers and stuff because i know when i've done gigs in places like that you can actually see the people who are watching you and you can interact with them better and I, i just love that you know, I love going to like the arena and the fill and stuff, but I I just don't think you can beat you know a little sort of cozy venue.
0: And that was one of my because we normally play this or that, but I wanted to like get all your stuff out, you know, before we play. And one of my this or that was um intimate gig or, or festival, you know. Um, yeah, I think on the- that <laughs> One <laughs>
1: of my
2: saxophone <laughs> or piano.
1: Oh. Oh saxophone i think i, I love them both yeah. but i think I, I, I have more fun i can like let loose a bit more when i'm playing the saxophone, impressive.
0: The saxophone. it's cool isn't it imagine being able to play the saxophone That'd yeah. be like, gosh. very very impressive what a talented
1: person <laughs> oh, so tommy you.
0: uh tommy coakley's listening in and he says what a great talent Helen Moore." so he must be oh. a, a fan of yours uh, which is lovely yeah. isn't it that people are listening in um and what an amazing thing that you're doing. So if people want to get in contact, um, you have a Facebook page, Instagram, or a YouTube, or how, how can people um so we can just put into the little comments or a website or something like that, and I can yeah, just type okay. it in.
1: Um yeah, so um on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Helen More Music. Um, and I've also got a website as well, which is www.hellamoremusic.com. Um, and i've got like a youtube channel and stuff but all of my sort of social media pages um, you spotify and the youtube is accessible through the website as well it's just at the top um just under the search bar
0: is it helen more music
1: yeah, yeah yeah
0: dot com yeah cool. i'm just typing as i'm talking to you there you mm-hmm. go um, yeah so people can have a little look and they can find out on hell Moore more music and then go through to youtube and john harvey's already listened to one of your songs and he said uh, it's amazing so hopefully a few more people will um i'll have a little listen in and uh you know and we're really looking forward and you know put your gigs and things that you're going to be playing on your on your socials and then we'll share them on uh, our page but i think it'd be amazing if we could go to um Jade's playing, um, you know, an yeah. her, her album release, and then Helen supporting her which would be um, an amazing gig for us to go to because we oh, did say that we were going to. Where is that before you go? Where is that gig?
1: Yeah. Um, Thornton Huff uh, Village Club, uh, wow. over the water. it's over um, the water,
0: isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's Saturday, the 2nd of April as well. Get um, it in your diary, Scotty. It's through Jade's website.
0: Brilliant. I think that'd be a cool one to go through that. I think it'd be great. Um, well, we know you've got a shoot, and thank you so much for coming on. And um, We have tried to get you on uh, for a long time, so apologies yeah, again yeah, for so mentioning about it's and stuff great. like that. And um, we look forward to listening and uh, seeing all your, all your all amazing stuff that's coming through.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. I've really enjoyed speaking to you both. Thanks.
0: Brilliant. Have a
1: good evening, and we'll speak to you great. soon. Great. Thanks, everyone, for all your lovely comments as well. Oh, lovely.
0: Oh, thank, thank you very you. much and we'll see you soon. Yes, yeah. yeah. see you soon. Thank you so you much. Soon. Bye. bye bye, bye bye, bye bye.
2: We'll be in the charts now. She's been on here because that's what happens, doesn't it? They come on our show and then they yeah. rock up. I would say, don't forget who your mates are. <laughs> Is how interesting. What a talented person though, hey. What a talented, no. talented person. Well, to be able
0: might. to play all of them, you know, with the all play all of those instruments and sing and um, and she yeah. creates so like jingles, you know, for the podcast and all, you know, absolutely amazing, you know. And because
2: um, I remember when we did that podcast, it was in the lockdown, wasn't it? We did that pod, and you were like, oh, "I'm doing this," and I was like, "Okay, let's do that." And she went, "I can do a jingle," and I thought, "Hmm." <laughs> You don't know who anyone is, do you? Honestly? I did the it's, same. Like, massive, oh, did you? good you made me feel better. I thought, oh, right, okay. I, I thought, what is Like a little xylophone, mm. or and of course, you know, she just goes through all the instruments she plays, one after the other, after the other, after the other. Like, she had clarinet, saxophone, piano, um, guitar, bass exact, guitar, ukulele. Yeah, and then she's and a bit of smattering of others and they're just so talented aren't they loads of these people it's like jay thunder when she came up she's done web design and everything like she's dead clever you know there's such talented talented people but of course music's the only thing you can do that uses every aspect of your brain it's very very good closely followed by languages um but music is such a wonderful thing i think to help people so they i think be- to
0: be able to create music and um you know like create a song that that you've written yourself and you've written the you know the music and and, and the lyrics as well and then perform it or, or have it recorded and you know you might be walking past someone you listen and, and and it's your voice and stuff must be amazing must't it and
2: also like to do the different instruments as well yeah. like you know a lot of people have learned an instrument and you can read the music to that instrument and just do that to be able to do all the different ones and think of them all coming in, in different parts yeah. truly years a skill, you know. But she's um she's achieved a lot academically as well in a subject, hasn't she? See, mm. we're surrounded by very talented people, all yeah. living next to each other. It's
0: amazing. Should we go for our normal format then? So we're going to go success of the week. Okay, so we're giving a little shout out to the young people. Success of the week. Um, I'm going to go with you first. What's your success? Okay, my, <laughs> my success, which also leads into my red
2: face, my success was that I managed to get up on Saturday morning, which I was delighted about, and get down to, um. well, we had to park the cars first, didn't we, and to start the sponsored walk, so i met you there which is the red face which will come in a bit and um then we were in town and i was there for quarter past six and we did a waterfront walk didn't we for Whitechapel? we did um,
0: and that was that really and it was beautiful you know because we'd had the storms on the friday and everybody was like oh it's going to be cancelled and and, and you know it wasn't cancelled and um we met at uh, the pullman hotel on, on the front and then we walked right along to um Riversdale, isn't it? Um, yeah, where the Red Bull is. By where Austin. the Red Bull is um, towards Otterspool Prom. And um, it was just lovely and there was lots of people out walking. And then we were able to watch the sunrise, weren't we? And and that was the whole thing is that, you know, people who are homeless, um, the, the staff and the support who go out there, they work in all conditions and at all yeah. times and, and, you know, sort of um, oh. it was raising awareness and stuff. And it was just yeah. lovely, wasn't it? <laughs>
2: That's what I was thinking as well. And we were thinking, oh, it's going to be cold. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Well, we were dead lucky. As you say, the storm had finished. It wasn't, it stayed dry. As soon as we finished the walk and had, like, they had butties at the end for for different vegan and bacon butties, whatever anyone wanted was there. Um, And as soon as we got there and then we had that and then the rain just started slowly to come. And I thought we were so lucky. But I thought, actually, if you are homeless you're out in all of it. And I know they say that no one should be homeless, accommodations provided in our city, because a lot of people argue about that. But what I like about Whitechapel as a charity is they're dealing with the causes of that. They're not just saying, okay, well, here's somewhere to... They're saying, right, what's happening? Why are you in this situation? What can we do to have you? Mental health support, addiction support. There's all of that. They deal with independent living and and just helping people in But they were also...
0: For, for, for me, the, the, the biggest thing that I found with, with the homeless is a homeless person isn't somebody or isn't just somebody sleeping on the streets. You could be, you know, staying in somebody's spare room or you could be staying on somebody's couch, um, you know, and you think, oh, well, they're not homeless because, you know, they're, they're, they're sleeping somewhere. And um, it was when they said that homeless was um, not having your own address. And I thought, yes. wow, that's you know that that's amazing. And that, you know there can be lots of circumstances that lead to that, isn't there? You know, successful yeah. professional people can, you know, um, and and I think what the White Chapel was saying is it's a matter of time is the most important thing. You know, yes. have you got the time to be able to get yourself out of something? And uh, and and it's an amazing, amazing charity, and they do um, fabulous work. And it, it was lovely to support them, wasn't it? You know, um, and, anyway, yes. um, that we called Great. Yeah, yeah, and have you got any more successes because you've, you've had a busy week haven't you, you know, you've had other things I have had a few
2: things going on so you know oh the drumming's going better brilliant and the people who run it they're happy to be guests on the show as you know which I'm very excited about mm. because I want them to talk about the battle but I thought I might wait till I'd finish newbie school <laughs> so it's I think we're into week 7 I think already yeah it's week 6 or wow. week 7 I think week seven um eight nine ten. so I, i've still got five more and um then you become a fully fledged band member which is terrifying and you know the drum i've got absolutely enormous which i did choose to be fair and they do this thing and you turn and you think they do a quarter turn at a time they don't they do <laughs> you do wow. a half half turn with the giant drum like that so i thought okay i'm gonna have to learn to pick that up and
0: move um, you'll be amazing at that
2: well, well, it's hilarious. Anyway, they're, they're very, very kind. The guy, one of the guys who does it, who runs it, Dave, he said, you're doing fine, because you could obviously see that sheer panic on my face, you know. Um, the thing I hate, though, with the big drums is these when you go into, like, a band formation, because we practice in a circle, then we go into formation, because they have all the choreography that goes with it. <laughs> and, um, so you know what I'm like, so... Um, the ones who do the, 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 the larger strums like I do we have one in the di- at the far diagonal one adjacent and one behind so I ca- you can't see what they're doing and then yeah. the next to bigger strum they go between so when they hit a note you're not hitting, you wait so it's like they're meant to be arguing with each other almost and against each other so it looks like you're playing at the wrong time <laughs> in my opinion it looks like hair she's not so I feel dead self-conscious in it but when it all goes together it sounds great you know and um it's cool it's just really cool and you have to concentrate so much when I'm doing it I can't think of anything else that and I really like that so it's two hours solid and after being petrified the first couple of weeks I've just really started looking forward to it and the the people there are really nice as well so I'm really enjoying it what about you
0: I was gonna say yes, that's I- why drumming's really good for your brain, um, because you can't actually think of something else while you're doing drumming. So it works your left and your right brain at the same time. Um so if I was to if you were to start drumming, then I was asking you about a shopping list, your drumming rhythm would go off. Um yeah. So there's a guy called Steve Shotton who um, does drummer size and he works with people who've had strokes and uh, things like that. Great, great guy. In fact, I'm going to ask him to get on the show. I'm going I'm to find – I'll get him on the show because he's a great, oh, he, great I guy. He's a lovely guy. And I think he might do some stuff with Lisa Rogers as well. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah, he, and he does loads and loads of dead good stuff. Um, so he'd be a good guest because he's really entertaining and – and of course, we escaped on Saturday night, but I didn't know if you were speaking, what your we success. did escape was. on Saturday night. And I think Saturday night was one of so I've had a few successes. Um, what? but um so I'm gonna do a work success. Was that we were at um, we set Lou up, mm-hmm. which is our interactive playground, and we had some gorgeous families come in on Saturday, and all-day Sunday, um, to play. And yes. um the feedback has been amazing, and it, it's just lovely that people can actually play on it at the moment um so we've still got a few more sessions on friday um to to to, to go and then i think we're going to look at another weekend i'm going to look at another weekend to set it up and have even more people come and play and Um,
2: some people were very kind as well weren't they and funded um vouchers and things to enable people to
0: access it which yeah so so we had we've got a great network of people and i'm going to do a big shout out to them all once we've completed and i can get all all the kids i've asked them to do little videos of like oh. the bit that they like to things and so i'm going to do a video and create it and um, to say thank you to all the businesses who've sponsored um, yeah. a voucher to enable a family to come and play which is which has been lovely you know and um, really kind of people people are just super kind aren't they um yeah. so yeah, so, so work wise it's been good because Lou's been out and about. Um and then um we went out on Saturday night, you and I. So 2019, you bought me a ticket to go and see Anton Dubeck, and everybody who knows me knows that I just like love Anton and I think he's amazing. Um I had to think of him to
2: find yeah.
0: out who he was originally. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, so we went to see Anton and Erin, and, and it's a show, isn't it? You know, it's um I loved it, though, really. At the film, it was absolutely
2: brilliant, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it was lovely. We went to SOS España, didn't we? And um, I had had something to eat before we went. And had a jug of sangria. Yeah. Um, And then we had a couple of little drinks um, in the theatre. And then we went out afterwards and we had a couple more little drinks. But we were good. We were okay. And um, we'd walked 5,000 steps (laughs) From midnight till two o'clock, and that was to find a taxi. A about, yeah, that was shocking.
2: I don't even know what time we got in. We um, got in about quarter past two. Be. Well, you would have yeah. been later than me, obviously, by the time you got to yours, but um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: know that. I didn't even, yeah, it was about and so now I'm plant based, um, plant based vegan. And when you've had a few drinks and you're be- walking in town, it's like kebabs pizzas, chicken shops, all these amazing, amazing smells. And I was like, no, no, I'm not eating anything. And then I got in and I was like a little bit beer hungry. So I made a cup of tea and I was like, oh, what can I have? And so I had a lettuce butty. Oh. And I
2: know. I was fuming. That doesn't cut the mustard.
0: I was absolutely livid. I was like drinking my cup of tea, eating a lettuce butty. I just
2: crashed out when I got in completely. Well, do you know what i did the next morning i had bacon <laughs> we had bacon in ours and i thought mm, yeah. And yeah i had some bacon <laughs> I was terrible because i had it in for our own and then i, had to, I was like oh i got our own and actually no that's not true ronan made me breakfast our own was saying he made me bacon and eggs because <laughs> i and so yeah and I had to, I was having mugs of tea. I got up at one o'clock in the afternoon. I thought it was down. <laughs> so I got up and then I had to go and play on Loom. Thank you, thank you. That was my day doing
0: that as well. So thank you again for that. And <laughs> it, football with Ben came in, you know, so football with Ben has, has been on yes. And Mick is his dad. So Mick yes. came in with him, Ben and Ria. And he went to, I'm not going to play, hell. I'm just going to watch. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Because he's like normally like <laughs> up for anyone. Yeah. Yeah, he said, and had been out with the girls and then he'd picked up and then they'd all gone back and then they'd had like a few drinks. So he was feeling a little yeah. bit delicate. And he was like, you were out. And I was like, yeah, I'm OK, though. Oh. And um, anyway, towards the end, I was like, come on, Mick, come and play. So he came and played. So well done to Mick for going and having a little game as well. But uh, yeah, he was, he was struggling a little bit. And Anne was was just like destroyed. (laughs) I was below par. Yeah, I don't
2: drink, do I? So I don't anymore. So I don't know what hits me now when I have a drink. So I was like ah, But there we go. I was, uh, Ronan said, what did you have? And I went through him. He said, you've mixed them all, Mum. That's the thing. And I thought, yeah, probably. I was like, I think it was the pig Prosecco-y thing,
0: wasn't it? You know what I mean? But I was so, I was excited because I was out. (laughs) You know. And then we were like two old women walking through town because we couldn't get a taxi. And everyone was like drunk coming over because Sandra, you had the brolly, didn't you? And everyone was trying to come under your umbrella. And everyone was going and I was thinking, Oh, when all these like people were like really proper, like bad and drunk, weren't they? And we were like, Oh and then I thought, Yeah, that's probably me normally when I'm but I was quite okay because I'd only had like one or two. I wasn't like drunk drunk I was I was okay we paced ourselves so yeah so we've had the, we've had a couple of good successes haven't we this week Thank and you. um Beautiful we've sweet. got um oh and also I went on a photo shoot so I went on a photo shoot on um yes. Friday so I want to do a massive massive shout out to um Beth our gorgeous apprentice ah. who mm-hmm. um was an amazing model and Tommy Lee who was our previous guest yeah. Guinness book rec Guinness Book of record what a guinness book of records yeah what? um um holder who um came and stood in as um, a model for us so we've got a new product called um which is to stretch your calves a calf stretching wedge and um i wanted to take different photographs of different feet um so that we can promote it and um they were brilliant they were they were so lovely you know and um they'd never met each they'd met each other briefly I think in our office and said hello um and they just jumped in the car and they were both chatting away which was lovely and we we had like a really lovely afternoon um and so that was really good and I've got the photographs back and they're brilliant um and then I want to say a massive shout out to Mark Carr who's been our guest so he's from Vardu Media who did all the photographs during lockdown and he did um, our photo shoot and he's just brilliant, you know, so he was just taking the mickey out to me cause I had six different pair of trainees with me. Um, yeah. So I could get like different photographs of different footwear and things. So he's just, um, But he was lovely with the young people. He was like really kind and um, very professional.
2: And he is a he's specialist product photographer yeah. anyway, and he's in Waterloo and, you know, so he's local, which is just great.
0: So it was great that he, uh, and, and he just did a nice, he did a little favour for us. So that was lovely. So a massive thank you to him for, and, and he turned them around so quick. So we had them on Monday, you know. Nice. I mean. He is super fast. Yeah. So he was brilliant. So massive, big shout out to, to him. And that, that was just an excuse for you to buy new trainers, really, in my opinion. Um. <laughs> well, I needed, so I had trail running shoes and I had dance shoes and I had my little five toes, which freak Beth out yeah um so I had lots of different shoes I didn't have um any road running shoes so so I uh, had to buy some new ones right just saying yeah so um yeah so I have fair shoes um so we have um a red face moment don't we or two and you have done a genius blinder this week
2: (laughs) yeah so my, I had a little red face moment on Friday night when I got the veg for the, I was in MS in on Queens Drive and I picked up some veg and stuff and for speed they had some chopped veg and I packed my bag and I went like that with the bag which burst. Now this has never happened to me before but the poor woman at the till who was absolutely lovely about everything the veg shot out in cubes all over here, all over the body, everything, all over the counter where you pack your stuff On the thing, it was like I went, "Yay!" like that. It just went everywhere. It was unbelievable, and I was like, "That." <gasps> the supervisor wasn't as wasn't as. She looked a bit horrified. I thought I haven't done this. I was a the shop assistant was lovely and she said the lady on the table, she said, Oh well, the bag's weak, it's splitting and she was dead nice about it, so I was mortified. So and then just to make me feel worse, they went and got me another bag and I was going, no, oh, no, it's all right, please don't worry. And they went no 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 you have it. They said oh it's just awful. Get out of the shop. That. So that was gonna be me me red face moment. And then it has a really red face moment.
0: Of course, Which is past- my favourite mm-hmm. red me, red face moment. Ever, I think in the history of red face, this is my ultimate favorite. it was worse, jumping on the set couch. the scene. So, the scene is it's still dark at this
2: point. I've driven right down by Otter's Pool. I'm waiting for you to come with the car. I'm waiting there. I've turned the car around and I thought, there she is. So, I flashed you. So, I thought, oh, she hasn't flashed, she hasn't seen me. So, I flashed again. And then I got over enthusiastic because it was that I was like, and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this poor man, who'd obviously come to take his dog for a walk or something, comes driving along like that, looking in the car, slowed down, and thought, oh, it's not here, I realized. And then I thought, that man thinks I've been flashing him like in a different way. And then everyone says to me, well, that is a place that historically people have gone to for that type of activity. And I thought only I could go and do a sponsored walk or a voluntary basis for a charity and end up in that type of situation. So then I was like this thinking, because then it dawned on me and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and someone had already been passed and looked. Anyway, fortunately, you arrived not long after. We're <laughs> laughing, So that was a bit then, and all kinds of jokes ensued from that but there we go, just
0: one of the many, I don't think, it's, it's not the funniest, I've had worse ones oh, I don't know, it was hilarious, I, I think as I drove up and then I parked the car and I got out with the dog and we jumped into your car and it was, the, you said, oh I've just flashed these, and I was like, oh I said you can't flash people around here because it's a known sight for certain things um, which then I just lost it and I was just how but the funniest thing which you haven't told people is Oh, what? Um, so, oh, we've got a Volvo. Oh, that's not funny, that's more surprising. <laughs> <you> say? <laughs> we've got a Volvo which has a rooftop <laughs> box on it, and um, to put Lou in and to drive around in. And the car you were flashing that you thought was me was a Fiesta. Well, it was the other end of the road. <laughs> It was at the top of Riversdale Road. So that's even worse that you flashed him all the way down. The... I thought, oh, here she is! Flash, 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 flash.
2: Yeah, that was awful. so yeah.
0: That's a good job nobody
2: came knocking on the window. Well, I'd have died. <laughs> I'd have died. Absolutely died. And apparently, <laughs> knock on the window—that's the whole thing. I'd have absolutely died. As if it, the, as if it just hit the accelerator <laughs> and you like that. <laughs> it'd be like when i took the wrong road in daytona Beach all over again when i had a convertible with my niece in and I took the wrong road in daytona and i was like and they were at the car in front, and these people came out just to get in the car in front and i hit with this hit forward <laughs> like that and she went oh, that was it you've never seen it Whiplash. lewis hamilton had nothing on me i was new like that yeah that's exactly what would have happened as anyone on that window gosh, hilarious gosh, hilarious. Do that?
0: yeah <laughs> John Howie only you could have done that Sandra it's,
2: it's true John honestly you know my mate Linda Leahy she's similar she has stories like me she's so funny honestly yeah
0: it was it was hilarious it was just and, and it just made yeah. it so funny because it was like half six in the morning wasn't it which yeah uh, was was the...
2: we thought something like
0: that could happen at that time in the morning mm and um, what about you, Have you um, got- so i had a slight red face moment with you at anton and erin and um lance Ellington came on didn't he, um, he who's the singer and i was like oh yeah i was like this is lance armstrong and i think no, and, 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 like, oh, no. and then i was like oh yeah and then it came up with this big massive story about louis armstrong and and it was total lies. His name was Lance Ellington and it's Duke Ellington's nephew. Or yeah. Cause that. you said he's Lance Armstrong's nephew. And I went, the cyclist. <laughs> <That's all laughs> so I went like, I totally told you the wrong
2: story. So that was probably my and little red face. He Armstrong and then it was the cool guy. But he was amazing, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 All, and they had a lad on Adam who was from Liverpool and his family were there dancing. And it was just, I'd recommend it to anyone. It's just yeah, really definitely. lovely. And it's, it's something you could do cross generate I think every generation would enjoy it. You yeah, know, 100%. it's a thing to do. I yeah. Yeah. Again. So shout
0: out to any grown ups and any grown ups who've done amazing things.
2: Yeah, well, um, I think we mentioned it before but Jade, because Jade has um released her album, hasn't she? And it's it's just gone today and she's been promoting that online. So I shared that. Um and, you know, well done to her because it's no mean achievement. And, of course, the last couple of years for people in that sector has just been horrendous for people in the in the live music industry. You know, as Stuart was talking about last week with us, um, wasn't he, about what's happened for the musicians and it's been so difficult. Yeah. And everything. So well done to Jade. And um, Mal Lee shared um, stuff about the referees. We had him on as well. And he was saying about... Um, this um i want to say the referee between two river junior teams walton and kirkdale junior football league um and just saying how fantastic he was and she hasn't named him she's just shown a picture and how uh, we helped this lad he was a bit uh. nervous and what he did to help the young people and calm them down was just so so professional and you know they're just ordinary people doing great things for everyone in the city aren't they so well done
0: and also Mal, they do the ref spec, don't they? And, and probably a shout out for the kids. Should have been for Ben and his two little friends who um, they did their very first podcast and it's going to be a little YouTube video as well. And they did an interview things, which was lovely. And I, I know that Mal leads the, um, he leads that project. Um, so that's brilliant. Um, so and, and a shout out to Ben um, for getting... For, for, for and the difference of him from, you know, when he came on our show first and and now he's, he's, he's this like little... Uh, so he's brilliant, isn't he? And you shouted him out on the
2: grown up bit as well, which just shows how he's come on. Um, awesome. Also, I wanted to give a shout-out, which a lot of people will be aware of, to Natasha uh, Jonas, who's a female boxer, who's just won a title. So that's just fun. and They showed her daughter with a the, with the little thing. And um, and I like this that she had on Twitter. They had all well-wishes from the school. A daughter goes to and wavers you. So I thought that was nice. We had a few shout-outs there I
0: met Natasha about possibly eight years ago and um she had uh, I, I was in um school um which school was it? I was in Anfield Anfield school um Anfield primary I think it was or, or no yeah. Pinehurst it was it was Pinehurst school and she'd come in and and um, it was for the Oliver King Foundation when um, they got the first defib and they, and they let all the balloons off and stuff and yeah. um she was beautiful she was just such a lovely person she came and she spoke to all the kids she had their medal they were all you know she yeah. was talking to them um and then i did a little fitness session dance session and she joined in with that with them oh. and, and then she just come over and so you we know while we be waiting for other things to happen and she was just such a lovely lovely person and um when i saw that she'd won i was like oh brilliant you know yeah. and um and i know it's nothing to do at liverpool but a big shout out to our winter olympics um ladies for winning the curling as well and one of those ladies was um during the pandemic she actually went back to work in um as an nhs doctor oh, um, so in, in a and the, and then she you know and, and has won a gold medal and one of them um it's her third olympics and she's won two silvers and she was uh you know am i ever going to win a gold and uh and, and she did you know so yeah, so persevere with what you're doing, and you know, keep training hard, and and you'll succeed, sort of thing, isn't it? You know, which is amazing. So yeah, so we had them. Um, so we've had some good successes, haven't we? Yeah. So have you got a Skillshare, son? Oh, a Skillshare? Mm, just a little something.
2: Well, this may be boring, but I'm delighted with it. Somebody shared it with me online, and I got the barkeeper's friend from home and bargain <laughs> from home bargains and um, it got the stains off the table and the painting work so it's wow. made up absolutely made up and, and
0: what is it is it powder or a liquid or
2: it's powder you put it on your the cloth you put it on a cloth you can't get it on your hands and it says what to be careful with and everything and it's just unbelievable because when you i have tried other products like spray and i've you no know, look um even you know hand sanitizer was quite good for getting that and that absolutely nothing it was it was great so i'd recommend that and it was very 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 reasonably priced as
0: well so So there you go if you need your table sorted out phone sandra to bring the barkeeper's friend around and she can do it Brilliant. So, have we got a closing quote, Sanna? Are you looking for one? I've got one, yeah. I've been on, sorry,
2: people can probably see I'm looking down we were watching, but I get, we get all messages through on the phone as well. Um, okay, my challenges will bring a better me. Oh, Actually, very good. When you go through something, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Or you're quite nervous or anxious, or it takes a lot of guts to grit your teeth and get through
0: something. But when you come off the other side, you're much, much stronger for it. Amazing. And as does Flanagan, who's on our previous guest, he says, bite down on your gum shield. Bite down on your Um, gum
2: shield, which I
0: like. So I want to say a massive thank you to Helen Moore, uh, music for coming on and and sharing all of the amazing stuff that she's been doing with us. And it's lovely how all of our past guests all link with each other and know each other without us even knowing, which is lovely. Um, massive thank you to you, Sandra. And uh, a massive thank you to everybody for listening and commenting, which is, uh, is brilliant. We love it when people uh, interact with us. So have a great week and we will see you all next week. Thank you.